Until a few years ago, when we wanted to be inspired, try new foods and restaurants, breathe some fresh air and live an exciting adventure, we would fly to London. In the recent years though, especially after the 2015 Expo, we take a fast train to Milan. In less than three hours, we're there from Florence. If you're planning a trip to Milan, do not miss today's episode with Miriam Sabolla, a friend, a communication strategist, a food coach and a keen cook. She's from Genova, but now she's based in Milan. Last week we met while we were teaching a food writing course there and we shared a dinner in a pizzeria when I had one of the best focaccia of my life. And we had a talk about why Milan is the next city you have to visit. Before jumping to the new episode, I would love to thank you for the precious support and all the love you show us, sharing, reviewing, and trying the recipes we mention in each episode. I know you're super busy, so if you do not want to miss an episode, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you are listening to a podcast, and share Cooking with an Italian Accent with your friends. Don't forget to visit juleskitchen.com for new stories and recipes from Tuscany. And now, let's start. Ciao, my name is Giulia Scarpaleggia. I am a Tuscan-born and bred country girl, a home cook, a food writer, and a photographer. I teach Tuscan cooking classes in my house in the countryside, and I've been sharing honest, reliable Italian recipes for 10 years now, through my cookbooks and my blog, JulesKitchen.com. If you love everything about Italian food, big crowded tables and seasonal ingredients, join us and follow this podcast cooking with an Italian accent. Welcome to Cooking with an Italian Accent, episode 26. Ciao Miriam, thank you so much for being here. Thank Can you. you please introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Miriam. Um, I'm, a, I'm passionate about food and my job is helping people to um, uh, learn to cook and to have a better uh, relation with food. And what I do is basically uh, one-to-one consultancy. I go to my client's home and teach them uh, how to organize their pantry, their kitchen. So I work with their space and also I teach them how to do food shopping and how to cook every day uh, in a better way without getting crazy and... <laughs> Which is very important, yeah. busy ways, busy lives. Yeah, we all have busy lives, so we have to, you know, find a balance between uh, the time we have and the things we cook. So. That's fantastic. Uh, so you live in Milan. Yes. Uh, when did you move here? I moved here in 2008, in January, after my graduation. Uh, the man who now is my husband and was my boyfriend uh, used to live here and so we decided after a long distance relationship which lasted uh, a few years to move together and so I moved here. So has it changed in Milan in the last 12 years? Yes, it has changed dramatically I would say. Uh, When I moved here it was a completely different city and now it's a very beautiful place to live. When I moved here the quality of life was much poorer than than today and so it has uh, experienced very, very interesting changes in the quality of life. So we have much more uh, green spaces, uh, we have more pedestrian areas, and uh, cycling paths, for example. 
And this has improved a lot, the quality of life here. And also, um, regarding food, there has been a dramatic change as well, because in 2015, uh, there was the Expo, and this has cast a, a new light uh, in the food scene here in Milan. I, I always say uh, to my clients, for example, that um, Milan has been, for a long period, uh, for a long period of time, has been just the city of fashion, mm -hmm. design, shopping, arts, of course, but not a, not a food city, comparing to also to other cities in Italy. And today, it is one of the most interesting food cities you can find in Italy. So I guess you like living in Milan now? I love living in Milan. <laughs> uh, I can't imagine myself living anywhere else in Italy uh, at the moment. And I like living here. It has, I mean, it has all the bad things, bad things of a good, of a big city. But um, I see the positive sides are mm -hmm. much more uh, important to me. And what do you think uh, that Milan has to offer that you can find just here? Um, regarding food, for example, uh, I think it's the most international city in Italy. Well, not, not only regarding food in general. Mm -hmm. uh, it has a, a European um, uh, way of life and it's very, there's a, a very interesting mix of people living here. It has always been a city of immigration. It used to be a city uh, where people from other parts of, of Italy um, mm -hmm. used to move, and it is today as well. But also uh, many people from other countries uh, choose to come here and live here and establish themselves here. So I think uh, this international atmosphere is reflected very well in food as well. And you can find any kind of international food and ethnic restaurant and also fusion restaurants. So it's very interesting and very uh, fascinating from this yeah. point of view. Well, for us it's the same. Until a few years ago we would go to London if yeah. we wanted to experience yeah. something different, something new. And now, luckily, we can quickly come here in two hours yeah. with the train yeah. and experience, I don't know, Vietnamese or very good Italian food, yes. because also Milanese food is yes. very nice, very interesting. Uh, so thinking about food and how you change it in these years, has it Milan influenced somehow your relationship with food? I think it has. Um, I've always been very, very curious about almost anything, but food in particular. And the things I was able to try here to, regarding food, of course, um, are, they, they just opened my mind a lot and opened my mind also to another way to experience food. Um, in 2011, for example, I stopped eating meat. Um, and I don't know if I would have done the same if I had lived anywhere else. Uh, because here, I, it was, I mean, almost nine years ago, I had the opportunity to find some very good vegetarian food or vegan food. And in other parts of Italy, maybe it was not the same. Maybe so, it was more boring or yeah, not or as good. More difficult. Um, for example, if you go to a restaurant here, even if it's not a vegetarian restaurant, you can, you can always find good vegetarian options. Um, so, yeah. yeah. And you also had the chance to do a very interesting school here. Yeah, I did, food. yes. Um, one year and a half ago, I graduated in the uh, Joy Academy, uh, which is a cooking school uh, linked to uh, a very 
interesting restaurant, which is Gioia. And Gioia was the first um, Italian vegetarian restaurant to get a Michelin star. They have celebrated their 30th birthday uh, this year. And there is this chef, Pietro Lehmann, who was a visionary. Mm -hmm. And 30 years ago, it was actually quite difficult to imagine a vegetarian restaurant and at this level, you know. And so I had the opportunity to you know, attend the school and do the professional uh, course of studies. And it was a, an incredible experience from any, every point of view, uh, also from the human point of view. Uh, I met very, very, very nice people. And the chefs who uh, teach there are very generous and very open. They have an, an open heart, heart. So they, yeah, they gave me such a good, you know, um, how can I say? Um, they gave me a lot from a professional point of view, but also from a human point of view. And so I guess now this influence also not just the way you teach to other people, but the way you show Milan and the city to other people. Yes, it does. So yeah, you do uh, this very interesting vegetarian tour of Milan. Yes. Can you tell us something about these tours? Uh, yes. Um, the idea of giving tours uh, came quite naturally. Uh, after 2015, Milan has become a very important um, tourist destination in Italy. It's actually one of the first cities Is in it? Italy. Yeah, oh. I think it's the third after Rome and Venice. And yeah, it has improved a lot. Also the, uh, the possibilities of uh, staying, the, the accommodation, the there, yeah. accommodation yeah. offer is very wide. So um, Milan has discovered itself as a tourist city. And so I got this idea of giving food tours and vegetarian food tours. Mm -hmm. So what I basically do, uh, I follow um, uh, a pattern, mm -hmm. which is more or less uh, always the same. So I meet my clients for breakfast. Then we go and visit some neighborhoods uh, which have some interesting stops for snacks and some savory or sweet treats. Then we go to a market. Uh, after the market, we stop for lunch and after that, gelato. Wow. <laughs> it's a very interesting way to discover a new city. Yeah, yeah. Which kind of clients do you have? Which kind of people like this kind of tour? Well, I mostly get Mm, foreign tourists, mm -hmm. and they're usually from the United States uh, or from Canada, and also from Eastern Europe. Mm -hmm. So, mm, Romania, Bulgaria, Bulgaria. Oh, interesting. Mm. But most of them are the veg vegetarians, or they just choose these as a you know particular uh, way to see. They're usually land. vegetarians or vegans. Mm -hmm. uh, there are many people from San Francisco that are vegan at the moment. <laughs> And yes, they're interested because sometimes they find it difficult to, you know, ask for mm -hmm. something uh, different or they don't know what to ask for. And yes. what I try and tell them and make them understand is that Italian cooking is basically um, very easily yes. uh, adaptable to a vegetarian or yes. there are or, many recipes. Or it's already vegetarian. Yes, there are more vegetarians or vegan. Mm -hmm. So if you get... If you think of pasta, for example, yes. you can make vegan pasta without any fuss, you know. And so I always try and help them to navigate uh, 
menus in restaurants. That's interesting. So you start with breakfast. Yes. Uh, can you give us like your three favorite places to have breakfast in Milan? Yes. Okay. One, I, my favorite is Pavé. Yes. Mine as well. <laughs> I know it's very famous, but yeah. their fame is well deserved. Yes. Um, I suggest you go there maybe not on a Saturday or Sunday morning because it's very crowded, but if you choose another uh, day of the week, it's completely... Mm, Quiet. We actually met there. The first oh, yes. time we met there for lunch. Yes. Years ago. Yes, yes, yes I remember now. Yeah. Um, so another place I like very much is uh, Davide Longoni. Mm -hmm. uh, he now has three different shops here in Milan, but my favorite is their first uh, shop, which is in the Porta Romana neighborhood. And it's really nice in the summer and spring because they have a, a very nice um, area outside with plants and much green. So it's really, really nice. Um, let me think of the third place. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, yes, I have to mention Pasticceria Marchesi. Mm -hmm. uh, which is a very historical place. Um, the building where the cafe is dates back from the uh, 17th century. Wow. And the cafe was open in 1824, I believe. And it has this atmosphere which is very old-fashioned. Um, the, the people working there, they all have, you know, the, 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 their dresses are all the same and the guys have uh, black ties and white jackets and the ladies have um, a green uniform, so mm -hmm. it's very beautiful. Old-fashioned Milan. Yes, but it has a very, very great quality. Mm -hmm. The products are very good, they're freshly made, cappuccino is great, and I like to go there and not sit on the tables because it's, I don't know, too much. <laughs> um, what I like to do is just stay at the counter and enjoy, you know, all the busy uh, atmosphere. In a very Italian way. Yes, a very Italian way. So quick cappuccino mm -hmm. and croissant for breakfast. Oh, fantastic. So Milan is so big. Yeah. Which areas would you suggest to visit if one is interested in food? I think um, more or less every neighborhood has something very interesting to offer and it depends on what you're interested in. But if I have to suggest just one area, I would say the... Um, Porta Nuova uh, district, mm -hmm. which has these very new skyscrapers that are now part of the landscape of Milan and have become, you know, very uh, important landmarks of the city. Um, there you can find both uh, typical Milanese uh, restaurants and, uh, for example, um, Chinatown is just very close to that area, so you can go to Chinatown and enjoy true Chinese street food, uh, which has uh, some you know, connections with historical shops. Like uh, I'm thinking of, for example, Ravioleria Sarpi, which has made a connection with uh, Macelleria Sirtori, which is a very old butcher shop. And they made very nice, they, they mm -hmm. make very nice things. Mm -hmm. um, in the Porto Nova district, for example, you can find a restaurant like Ratana, which makes great risotto and has a beautiful building uh, with a wonderful park around it. So you can find really uh, very, very 
nice places to stop, also cafes, and you can find both the new and the old, and Milan, the old Milan together. Is it uh, easy to access there? It's very easy, you can get there by metro, so mm -hmm. public transportation, uh, trams, so it's very easily accept, uh, accessible. It's walking distance from Central Station, so... Fantastic, yeah. so no reason not to visit that. Yes. <laughs> and you mentioned risotto, yes. so which are the typical foods that you should try when you are in Milan? Yeah, risotto, I think risotto is the staple dish of Milan. Um, um, it may sound incredible, but Milan is a very um, much uh, a city where agriculture has a great importance um, because it's surrounded by uh, this Parco Agricolo Sud, which is an agricultural area uh, which gives most of the produce we get in Milan. And rice was always very important in the history of the, of the city. Um, so risotto is, I think, the, the thing you have to try. And the Milanese risotto, of course, with saffron. And if you're not vegetarian, also uh, with bone marrows. Mm -hmm. um, then, of course, if you come in Christmas time or November or even in October, you can find panettone, mm -hmm. which is as famous as the Cathedral of Milan. <laughs> yes. Um, and that's a very delicious yeah. thing. And you can find a vegan version of panettone uh, in Pavé, for example, mm -hmm. which is pretty good. So where would you buy, or would you try panettone? Pavé, is it a good place Pavé, Marchesi as well, mm -hmm. Longoni. <laughs> I, will, I will always mention the same places, but I mean, every uh, pastry shop and every bakery has its own recipe, mm -hmm. so it's worth, you know, try different uh, places. And I prefer the bakery versions to the pastry mm -hmm. shop versions because they're less sweet and more about you know the Dao and how it's uh, properly raised, and, properly raised yes. and so yeah, yeah that's yeah. my favorite mm -hmm. thing interesting so last two questions yes one is about Milan for kids so you have two small children yeah. and so you had the chance to visit Milan and to leave Milan with small kids yeah uh, one of the changes that has uh, that, that comes to my mind when I think about how Milan has changed is how it has become a more uh, kid-friendly city. And you can do many things with kids. It depends, of course, on the age of the kids. Um, what I would suggest is, uh, for example, going to the Sforza Castle, mm -hmm. which is very fascinating because it's like the castles the kids usually draw, uh, draw you know, uh, with all the walls, ancient walls. Um, so it's very fascinating for them. It's very safe. There are no cars, so they can just uh, go, around go around and yeah. run. And the park behind the Sforza Castle is very beautiful as well. It has lots of uh, green areas, uh, small lakes, so you can maybe enjoy a little picnic. You can buy some uh, good bread or panini and just have a picnic there. And the area I was mentioning you before, Porto Nuova District, is also a very nice place for kids because they have opened, just last year, they opened a new park, which is the so-called Biblioteca degli Alberi, so the trees library. And it's really, really beautiful for kids. And again, it's very safe, very, you know, beautiful. Everywhere is well kept, so very nice for them. Um, 
for older kids, you can go to um, Museo del, uh, Nazionale della Scienza della Tecnologia, so the Science Museum, which is entitled to Leonardo da Vinci. And there are very, very interesting exhibitions. You can have workshops there. And there are lots of activities for kids. So you can just browse the website and choose whatever mm -hmm. workshop just or, yeah, 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 depending yeah. on the age. And so, but it's also a very uh, nice city to explore with kids because it's not very big actually. Well, it's big, but mm, it's not like Rome, for example. Mm -hmm. And the, the old cable cars, the trams, are very nice too because there is some, some of them date back to the 20s, the 30s. So it's very fascinating for them just riding around in the city in these old you know, cable cars. Uh, so it's quite easy to, to just reach the main sites on foot because it's not incredibly mm -hmm. long distances. So it's something it has the perfect size to enjoy yeah. for a few days and to really experience yes. food and art all together. Yes. So the last question. Yes. Which is your first food memory of Milan? Um, okay. Um, it's, actually, it's actually a private one uh, because I always remember the uh, first time I came here to visit uh, my husband. Um, he made me uh, a very simple but very carefully uh, made a homemade dinner. Mm -hmm. And I think he made risotto. <laughs> Good <laughs> um, choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah at, at the time I was a student and he just started working, so we were not very, you know, rich. <laughs> and I'm not rich now, but I mean, we didn't have all these, you know, possibilities, yeah, possibilities to yes. yeah, go out for dinner. But I always remember that because uh, he put a very great effort in cooking that dinner and he's always quite shy about cooking because uh, he is kind of intimidated. <laughs> still now, we're together since 15 years, but it's still like that. So, and he, he put a very great effort in that result. So and I, it worked, yeah. 15 years after. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank so you. we'll talk again uh, in a few days yeah. about another town which is very important important for you, Genova. Yes. But we'll talk more about this next time. Okay. So thank you again. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for being here. And you can meet uh, Miriam in Milan. You, uh, you'll find all the links to her uh, site, website, and Instagram and everything uh, on the episode show notes. So if you want to visit Milan and enjoy a vegetarian tour, you know who to contact. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.